2022 Treasure Island Development Authority Board meeting. Due to the COVID-19 health emergency, board members are participating in this meeting remotely via video conference, and they are participating in the same extent as if they were physically present. Public comment will be available for each item on the agenda. For members of the public who wish to make public comment, the phone number to use is 415-655-0001. The access code is 2487-069-6482. Then press pound and press pound again. When your item of interest is called, dial star three to be added to the queue to speak. You may address the board once per agenda item for up to two minutes. Item number one, call to order. Director Sen? Here. Director Dunlop? Here. Director Richardson? Here. Director Breston? Present. Thank you. Supervisor Dorsey? We do have a quorum. Good afternoon, directors. It's good to see you all. Um, because I think we're going to lose quorum early. I believe LaShondra has to leave early. Um, I would like to take the action items first, and that is number three and number seven, and then we will go on with the rest of the agenda in order. So um, let's go to number three first. Item number three, resolution making findings to allow teleconference meetings under California Government Code, section 54953E. Okay. So, so moved. Do I have a second? Second. Moved in second, you have to take a roll call vote. So yes. go ahead, Kate. Okay. Director Zen? Aye. Director Dunlop? Aye. Director Richardson? Aye. Director Breston? Aye. There are four ayes. So the ayes have it. Thank you. Um, next item was actually the consent agenda, please. Item number seven, consent agenda. 7A, approving the minutes of the September 14th, 2022 meeting. 7B, resolution retroactively approving and authorizing the execution of a First Amendment to the professional services agreement between TIDA and Toolworks Incorporated, a California nonprofit public benefit corporation, commencing on October 1st, 2022 through June 30th, 2023, to increase the annual scope of services and not to exceed contract amount for fiscal year 2022 through 2023. 7C, resolution authorizing the adjustment of fees for Treasure Island Development Authority utility systems customers on Treasure Island and Yerba Buena Island. So moved. Second. I have a second. Second. Thank you. And, and there's no items which the directors would like to discuss individually. So we will take the consent agenda as a whole. There's been a motion to move it and a second as well. And we'll have the roll call now. Thank you. And for the record, there is no public comment on this item. Thank you. Roll call. Director Sen? Aye. Director Dunlop? Aye. Director Richardson? Director Breston? Aye. There are four ayes. Okay, so the ayes have it. Uh, thank you very much, directors. Now we will go back to... Um, the order of the agenda, which is to the general public comment. And if, if there's anybody who wishes to address the board on matters that are not on the agenda, this is the time to do it. Go ahead. Item number two, general public comment. This item is to allow members of the public to address the Treasure Island Development Authority Board on matters that are within the subject matter jurisdiction of the authority board and that do not appear on today's agenda. In addition to general public comment, public comment will be held during each item on the agenda. If you wish to make public comment, please dial star three and you'll be added to the queue to speak. So Kate, do we have anybody um, who wishes to do it, address the board today? I'm seeing no public comment. Okay, uh, no public comment. We will go to the next item, which is number four, report by the Treasure Island Director. Thank you, Sir Church and members of the board. Um, I'd like to invite uh, Nella to give a report on uh, One Treasure Island activities. Sure. Thank you, Bob. <clears throat> Good afternoon, directors. Um, I'll be highlighting um, some of the um, aspects of the report that's in your packet. 
Um, one is that um, the uh, mobile clinic, the mobile COVID clinic has been discontinued and now residents can get take home COVID tests um, at the nurses clinic and from One Treasure Island. Um, we are happy to announce that we graduated um, 11 members of our construction training program and 60% of them are currently working and the rest are seeking an employment. Um, let's see, the supplemental transportation study is wrapping up and the draft transportation evaluation um, was presented to a committee of the Timmer board and we are now planning uh, with SFCTA to prepare the final report and recommendations that will come to this board member uh, the Timma board and the cab. So look for that uh, soon. Um, we um, had a absolutely fabulous Halloween event um, that, that happened. We had over 250 people um, sign in and attend the event. Um, the It was a collaboration with many, many partners. Uh, Want to do a special thanks to the parent council. They did an awesome job um, with the um, a haunted maze and a special thanks to the John Stewart Company and Tida for uh, making it happen. We had an awesome venue, which was um, the Skyline Venues. So we're excited about that. And lastly, just wanna say that we're preparing for the holidays. We are outreaching that our resource line is still active. Residents can receive either a 50 or $100 gift card in uh, November and um, either a 50 and or $100 gift card, depending upon their family size, um, to either Target or Foods Co. for December for the holidays. We are planning to give away uh, chicken boxes at the food pantry um, on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving for this month and have a small little gathering uh, where people can express what they're thankful for. And then on December 20th, we are also hosting a holiday a uh, small gathering that will celebrate all of the winter holidays, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, winter solstice, etc. So uh, just gearing up for the holidays and excited to continue to partner with um, uh, our island partners. It was an awesome um, experience to see how all the partners just came together and made the Halloween event so successful. And with that, I end my report. Thank you so much, Nella. Always great to hear about what's happening on the island, and I'm so glad that the Halloween event was successful. Must have been fun to for the kids as well. It was great. It was wonderful. You know, one last thing I'll say about that: it was amazing to see how many adults showed up solo in costume. It, I think it really was um, a sign that people are missing interact in person interaction. So it was awesome. Terrific. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, we did have uh, uh, an inconvenience for the YMCA uh, in October. Um, we had a raccoon uh, uh, that got into the building and that resulted in, in fleas. And so we had to close the, the, the YMCA for a couple of weeks uh, and relocate some of the after school programs to the to the ship shape. But I want to invite Shiante Lewis to give an additional update. Shante, I think you muted. We're not hearing Shante. Is she still on? I don't see her on the line right now. Um, oh, okay. I'll reach out separately, Bob, if you want to continue with your report. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and continue. Uh, thank you. Um, as I mentioned, the after-school programs were were held at the ship shape. So again, thanks to One Treasure Island for coordinating uh, that in with their construction construction training program schedule. Um, but all the uh, the programs were able to to be accommodated, um, and the the gym has reopened. There were a number of uh, island wide uh, events uh, in in October. Uh, of course, Fleet Week was here, um, and uh, the um, uh, then the following week, there was a 
fireworks uh, display off the coast of the shore of the island that was in conjunction with a filming permit. Uh, and the weekend after Flea Week, there was the day to night music festival as, as noted in the communications package. The Entertainment Commission in Tida received uh, some noise uh, complaints from the Berkeley area associated with the festival. Um, and uh, um, of course, Nella mentioned the, the Halloween event and the One Treasure Island event that were both held at the Skyline Event Center. Uh, we have two requests for proposal, one for transitional housing advisory services and one for environmental program oversight that have been advertised. And uh, they were advertised last Friday uh, based on the um, advertising uh, period and, and anticipated schedule for interviews we expect to bring those contracts to you uh, at the March board meeting. Uh, so we may come uh, ask to extend the term of the existing contracts, but we don't anticipate adding budget for those existing contracts. How, um, long, are the, um, how long are the advertisements for the IFPs open? Um, they're, they're open for 30 days. Um, so we're expecting to receive proposals in December um, and then uh, will shortlist and schedule uh, interviews shortly after the first of the year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, there are three uh, villages households that are working to purchase inclusionary units in the Bristol. Um, we've made down payment assistance programs under the THRNRs for two of them and the third is expected to close escrow on, on November 14th. The, uh, as we reported last month, or at the September board meeting, the uh, environmental lawsuit um, has been dismissed. Uh, the plaintiffs had until October 28th to appeal the dismissal and they did not. Um, and so that that uh, matter is, is now closed. Uh, we did have a, a visit last month from um, the National Director of, of Job Corps Programs under the Department of Labor came to visit uh, the island to see the work that is um, underway and, and to tour the existing Treasure Island Job Corps Center. So we anticipate having continu continuing dialogue with, with those parties. Uh, also have a visit from the State Lands Commission uh, planned for this Thursday. Mm -hmm. um, then those are the, the high points of, of my report for this month. I'm happy to take any questions for board members. Yes, some question. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll open it up to okay. um, questions by the board and then we'll open it up for any public comments. Go ahead, okay. Linda. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Mr. Beck, for the door. Report, just a couple of questions. Number one, so I know that um, we received a lot of complaints. What should, what should we do a little bit differently when we have some of those activities that may have potential adverse, you know, impact? For instance, I can imagine someone traveling on the Bay Bridge and they're, you know, hearing all the wide. So, have you thought about something that may be to pre-warn the public or maybe to do extensive outreach just so everybody can know that this is going to take place? And um, so that's number one. Uh, the other comments that I have is that at some point, every now and then when you read in, if there are all this wild, wild disinformation people we read about concerning uh, Treasure Island and Yuba uh, development that are really not true. And so what are the plans, and we've said this before, that we really, really need to be putting out something information for the public so that when they receive our information or something that we are doing consistently, and then when they receive all the wild uh, news out there and the people can make, um, you know, they could be informed of what's going on. 
So those are just the uh, things that I have. Thank you. Okay. Um, Any response uh, to those questions or something you would think about and get a present later? Um, well, in terms of uh, the events, the concert uh, received a uh, noise permit through the San Francisco Entertainment Commission. Um, and so uh, typically when they do that, they also then uh, monitor the, the noise uh, originating from the event. Um, so we uh, uh, are in communication with them on that. Um, this is something that has, has happened now on two occasions where uh, previously one of the um, Treasure Island Music Festivals, um, it seems that when the, when the atmospheric conditions are right, the, the music uh, sound can travel uh, a good distance. And so uh, we may want to uh, uh, have different additional conversation with, with uh, residents uh, or with the Entertainment Commission about that. The, uh, the concert uh, information did go out to residents on that and, and tickets were available uh, to uh, Treasure Island residents as well, so. Um, are there certain hours that are um, observed for the concerts? Well, the, the, this, this particular concert is, is a day-long event. It, it begins, I, I think it began at 10 or 11 in the morning and went till uh, 9 or 10 at night. Okay, but so it, it, it wasn't at midnight or 1 in the morning. It was no, a certain no. time when uh, it, it, we have, I mean, do we have rules that there's no... Um, yeah, we, 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 we don't permit events going that late. Um, right. I, I thought that that was the case. Yeah. Okay. And, and we're going to have more events. So you said this is the second time. This, well, I think you should have a conversation. And again, we're going to be having events, uh, to, you know, for that uh, Treasure Island. And so that's a given. But whatever we can do to advise the public, I think that's the issue. So. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, any other comments by board members? Um, I have a question for Bob. Um, so over last week, over the weekend, security had cars. What is the policy and procedure surrounding that? Um, well, there, uh, the, um, there's a, a parking policy that, that's been adopted by all of the um, housing providers uh, so that all of the housing providers have a, a common set of um, uh, parking policies. There are different things that can cause a, a vehicle to be um, to be tagged parking in a, in a handicap zone without a handicap tag. Um, parking in somebody, a, 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 another unit's assigned parking space, um, uh, inoperable or, or unregistered vehicles uh, can be tagged, um, parking in red zones. Um, so, but all, all of those are spelled out under the, um, the uh, parking policy that, that uh, was adopted by the housing providers and and shared with residents. Um, I'm thinking perhaps there needs to be an update or, you know, to send the parking policies out because from my personal inquiries, the housing providers aren't sure exactly what the policy is. And I know there has been a high turnover of employees in the different parts of the island. Also, all the reasons that you listed were none of the reasons that security was tagging cars. So I guess a more specific question is, who gives Admiral Security to tag and tow cars? Um, those are, are all, what I listed were, were 
all things that are in the policy. Um, I, I'm not sure that the list I gave you was uh, was everything that's in the policy, but if, if there are, um, again, Admiral Security works on behalf of the housing providers. So we can reach out to, to HomeRise uh, staff and make sure that they're aware of the policies and, um, and, uh, and, and, you know, are, are conversant on the issues. So in the event that happened last week, there were like 10 cars tagged to be towed by that following Saturday and security tagged them. I think it was on a Tuesday. Do, do you know After several residents called the police and checked about why they were being tagged because two people whose registration wasn't even due they were being tagged for their registration and they were being threatened with their cars to be towed and then when asking security where is this authorization coming from they keep saying one tida which is confusing to people because they know one treasure island and they know tida so is this a collaboration of both that's fine but i think it needs to be spelled out and maybe it's something that we need to outreach to the entire island about the housing providers as well as the residents again because there was a lot of confusion and i'm still i i've known in dealing with experiences personally with people parking in my space the police haven't even towed a car they told me the car had to be there for 72 hours so and as far as I knew, SSPD were the ones who would tow your car. And if they have conditions on towing cars, I need, I think it would be good for us to know exactly what the policy is so there is no confusion. Yeah. Because no, there was a lot of confusion last week. Yeah. The, in terms of the, the parking within, within, in somebody's assigned space, that is something that a resident can call Admiral Security to address. Um, and that is something that they could, uh, you know, they would not need to wait 72 hours for a car that was parked not in your assigned well, parking space. That's what was told to me and that's what happened. But what I want to know and what I'm asking about specifically, and this, I'm not talking, everything that you listed was not the case last week. People were parked in their own spaces. These are cars with the stickers on them from security for their cars to be parked in their parking spaces. It was a lot of confusion and it's turning into you know, I'm, I just want to be sure of how to address this because upon talking to the property managers, they're not sure either. They're looking for the policy also. Absolutely. So I'm thinking it, it may be a good thing to send it out again and for it to be specific when dealing with security. Lashonda, I, I agree that um, the rules should be uh, clear and um, posted. Um, it, let me ask you, Bob, Admiral Security, who do they work for? Are they working for the housing providers or are they um, working for TIDA? And where do they come in versus where do the police come in? They are under um, a contract to the villages, but they work for all of the housing providers. They also uh, do... Uh, check certain facilities on on behalf of tida mm -hmm. um the uh um, um so i i think that um there needs to be some clarity um the housing providers have um certain parking policies that admo security um seems to be implementing but then the people who are uh, housed in those um, facilities, and uh, they they should know clearly what the requirements are. Yeah. Well, as as, as Director Breston mentioned, uh, residents are supposed to get uh, permits, a parking permit for uh, their vehicles, and and that uh, when receiving that permit, uh, some of the the paperwork that that is. Uh, uh, signed uh, does include the rules. Mm -hmm. um, so, but but 
you know, it could could have been several years since someone got their permit. And so it, it I think it, the idea of redistributing uh, the rules and providing people with um, yeah, an we, update or reminder, I think, is a good idea. Mr. Director, can, can we just, it seems like a simple matter, as Commissioner Shen mentioned. It does, it does seem like a simple matter. What, and responsible just one moment. Yeah, Linda is Yes, I'm on the phone, I'm talking. We need to yes. know who is responsible for what, and then we need to update the rules. We need to do that to eliminate the confusion. So maybe it's time to revisit those policies and um, make sure that everyone understands who is responsible, whose jurisdiction, okay? And could you do that? No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, LaShondra. Um, let's see, are, are there any other comments by board members? Otherwise, we'll open it up to public. Yes, um, I, yes. I, I didn't hear you, um, Bob, and I think um, anybody you may hear me? answer now. I just want to make sure we are getting all this misinformation, and we said it before. Could you come up with some outline, something that um, we can review so to put some things in place so that we can swiftly be able to deal with um, uh, misinformation about development uh, on the island. We're getting this repeatedly. Uh, I'm, I haven't seen anything that I approved or presented to me that tenants, residents are being evicted, but every now and then I read uh, something in the paper and people calling me all over the places. Things like that should not be happening. And so uh, again, for the last time, could you come up with some ideas and we can compare notes and see how we are going to be, uh, you know, dealing with um, disinformation, misinformation, and we can just set the record straight. Thank you. Yeah. Can I speak real quickly? Yes, go ahead, Mark. Uh, thank you. Uh, I just agree with LaShondra and I've had a few complaints, just more of the seem to be increasing about people getting uh, tagged for not having updated their, you know, the, the registration. Um, yet there's been, you know, a delay because of uh, there's, you know, there's been a epidemic. And so some people have had to wait for, you know, hours to get their registration updated and so you know it seems like they're pretty quick to jump on uh you know giving people uh, tags when there's certainly a, a situation now that you know everything is slow and, and you know the Depart uh, department of public transportation has been you know has been short of employees so I would just like, you know, to second what Mashandra said and, and like that to be looked into. And um, it's really caused some uh, havoc for some people. Thank you. Absolutely. Sorry, I realized I was muted. I, I said, thank you. Thank you, Director uh, Dunlop. Thank you. Yeah. It looks like Faye may have gotten bumped off the meeting. I'm gonna follow up with her quickly and see what the issue is. Her connection, you know, internet.
Webex is very unreliable. So when are we going back to City Hall? Um, I I don't uh, have an update yet. I I believe though that there might be a change early in the new year. I it's my understanding that uh, the governor's uh, uh, emergency, emergency order is is going to lapse, and so with that, I think uh, we may be looking at a return to in person meetings. Yeah, the, the governor has stated um, February for lifting the executive order, right? Yeah. So that's the tentative date. Yeah. Yeah, WebEx is very unreliable. Right. Still waiting for Commissioner Shannon. Oh, we lost Faye. Yeah, so, oh, sorry, uh, Director Dunmon, Director Breston, because uh, you, you're on the phone. Um, uh, Director Sin uh, lost her connection is trying to reconnect to the meeting. Oh, she's back. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm now reconnected. I'm sorry, I had a, something happen. I, uh, we know that. Anyway, we're <laughs> almost done. All right. So um, I'm sorry, I hope you went uh, forward. Um, where are we now? Yeah. I think we are toward the end of this meeting. Okay. I, th I think, yeah, we're, if there's any public comment, or if there's no further comment from directors, uh, if there's public comment on the director's report, that would be the. Okay. So there is no public comment on the director's report. All right. So Thank we can you. Move to item five. So then, um, uh, uh, Kate, the next item, please. Item number five, communications from and received by Tida. Are there any comments on the communications from and received by Tida by board members? No. Okay. Hearing none, um, uh, any public comment on this item? There is no public comment. Okay. Ongoing, I'm sorry, next item, Kate. Item number six, ongoing business by board of directors. Are there any ongoing business other than what has been talked about already? Okay, hearing none, next item, please. We've already done the consent agenda. We can go on to item number eight. Item number eight, residential development activity. Um, can you give me permission to share? How long, how, how much time does uh, Commissioner Chandra has? Um, there's no action item left, so um, uh, we can go ahead with the meeting, right? Bob, is that correct? Yeah, um, we need to have quorum um, uh, for items when, left on the agenda when we lose quorum we're supposed to terminate the meeting if uh, I, I don't know if, is director Reston still with us the chandra are you still on her she's still on director Reston, are you there on the line the phone number is still showing up under uh, the attendee list Okay, this, this is a, a fairly brief update, but uh, wanted to give the directors an up, update. If you haven't been to the island uh, recently, there's there's been an uptick in, in construction activity. Um, uh, this, this shows, shows the, the... Okay, getting... getting um, this shows the, the uh, stage one area of development on... Treasure Island, we now have two tower cranes up, uh, yeah. one at the uh, parcel C 2.4 and one at the uh, Starview Court site. Um, but running through, again, in major phase one, we have uh, five uh, authority sites where we'll be developing uh, new units. The, the first uh, is sorts to plowshares, and I'll, I'll have an update on each of these individually. Uh, Catholic Charities Building Site, the um, 
Health Right 360 building site and two sites where we'll be developing in conjunction with HomeRise. Um, and with the exception of the, the Swords to Plowshare site, uh, each of these sites will also include some transition units for uh, legacy households from, from the villages. Uh, so Maceome Apartments, um, I've replaced the rendering we've been using with an actual photograph of, of the building. Um, you can see it's, it's coming along and we expect it to get its TCO in January and uh, be uh, again occupancy shortly thereafter. Um, it is for uh, uh, homeless and low income veterans. And uh, we did go to loan committee last week with Mayor's Office of Housing and Community Development uh, for some gap financing. Uh, as you know, the, the completion of the project was delayed due to uh, some storm damage that it had last winter. Um, that has been addressed, uh, but there were some cost impacts associated with that that um, uh, we're gonna be going, we went through loan committee and now we'll be going to Board of Supervisors to address. Um, next to that is, is the Catholic Charity site that broke ground in July. Uh, you can see the, the bottom uh, story, uh, the concrete structure has been constructed and the columns are going up on the, on the second level of the building. Um, and again, the rendering of it here, this is a Catholic Charities and Mercy Housing site. Um, we'll accommodate all of the current uh, Catholic Charities households on the island, uh, as well as having 23 transition units for qualifying residents of the villages. And we expect this to be occupied in, in mid-2024. Um, the HealthRight 360 site um, is, is this site here um, along trade winds. Uh, Right now, we're planning to jointly develop that site, uh, or that site will be developed by deep with partnership with the San Francisco Department of Public Health um, and uh, Mercy Housing, functioning as the developer, and it will be a um, uh, have space for all of uh, Health Right 360's current transitional housing and treatment programs that are on the island, uh, as well as. Uh, accommodating a, a hundred unit uh, affordable sites that will be um, uh, uh, um, for studios and one bedrooms. And then Mercy will be the, the developer and operator of those affordable units. Um, and we expect going to loan committee, Mayor's Office of Housing and Community Development Loan Committee next month um, uh, to uh, certify funding for to be and begin pre-development. We expect the construction start of that will come in 2024. And then for home rise, um, there are two buildings uh, here uh, and here um, that will be developed to accommodate current home rise residents. Um, each site is, is anticipated to include approximately 150 units, uh, each of which will accommodate about half of the current home rise residents um, and uh, 15 to 25 transition units for qualifying villages, households, plus additional um, new affordable units. Um, the start of construction will be dependent upon uh, us being able to put together uh, funding sources uh, for that, but we anticipate that uh, we'll be able to begin construction as early as 2024 on the first site and targeting 2026 uh, for the second site. There are also a number of market race sites under construction. Um, I, we've spoken several times of the Bristol um, and it is uh, now uh, got its occupancy in April and Residents have begun moving in. And as I mentioned, uh, we have some current villages, households that uh, are gonna be purchasing inclusionary units in that building. Um, also on Yerba Buena Island, uh, the 3Y and 4Y town, flattened townhome sites are 
under construction. This is 4Y where significant progress has been made. And this is 3Y where they're really uh, engaged currently in site work. But on Treasure Island, uh, this of uh, the large yellow uh, power crane that you see when you visit the island, that is um, uh, the Tidal House, which is a 250 unit uh, rental building. Uh, and will include 24 um, inclusionary affordable units. Um, just uh, to the east of that is, is the Hawkins, which is again a, a rental building with 178 units and nine inclusionary affordable units, uh, studios through three bedrooms. And then the Portico, uh, the contractor mobilized in October, um, they've uh, so far, they've they've set up their field office and prepared their staging area, um, but really expect construction activity to begin ramping up on this project next month. But it is in the field, and and work will be commencing there very shortly. Uh, it's a 149-unit condominium building, again with seven inclusionary uh, affordable units, and then two projects that will be starting spring of next year. Uh, the first is, is parcel B1, uh, which is behind the administration building here. Um, this is expect 117-unit, uh, again, rental building with six inclusionary units. And then uh, parcel C2.3, um, uh, which is expected to, to start construction also again in the spring and is a condominium uh, building uh, 83 units with, with four inclusionary affordable. So we now have uh, five sites, six sites under construction uh, with another two that we expect to break ground in the spring. So the, the construct vertical, the residential construction activity is, is really ramping up. And so again, by early 2025, uh, the buildings that you see here uh, in this project should all uh, be completed. Uh, so a dramatic transformation that, that's in our very near future. So that, that's my presentation. But happy to take any questions from directors. Yes. Well, thank, thank you, Bob, very much for that um, update for residential construction. As we know, um, actually the multifamily housing industry is being really affected by the Federal Reserve increases in the interest rates and um, and that may affect some of our projects um, especially the market rate projects um, and so let's hope for um, good um, good luck and and good economic conditions to to return so that um, the market rate housing can continue but you know what is most important is that the affordable housing continues and um, and uh, I, I'm so pleased to note that um, Maceo May is almost finished. Uh, the Mercy housing ha has has begun. That that's the first affordable family housing project um, uh, on the island, um, and that the other Health Right and Home Rise um, will be coming shortly. Um, and also a congratulations on the fact that the first condominium project on Yerba Buena Island of Bristol had, did have inclusionary um, housing and that we do have um, Treasure Island residents who have been able to get homes in that um, project as well. I believe we have three Treasure Island households who were part of the inclusionary um, housing um, allotment uh, for for that um, project, the Bristol. Um, there were, I think, more than, there were 17 units in all at the Bristol that were inclusionary. Is that right? 17 units four, in all? Four, 14. 14 units in all. And, um, and there are other San Francisco residents who have been um, able to successfully go through that um, application process. So it's, it's a good, um, it's a good uh, sign that we are on our way to meeting some of our um, requirements and our desire to meet the affordable component. So thank you for that report. Um, do 
Are there any other comments from board members? Yes. Yes, yes and this is for Bob, uh, basically a very great report. I believe that this is worth people in San Francisco, all the stakeholders from executive branch, you know, resident of San Francisco, Treasure Island, I want to hear that this progress has been made. Uh, fortunately, not everyone is watching, uh, all, you know, live what, what we are talking about here and there ought to be a way, in a very simple way, to have an infrastructure bill that just what you just said, your presentation, uh, Mr. Beck, that we can pull that with all these pictures and progress report, and we can disseminate system-wide so that people will get on an idea of what is going on on Churchill Island. So again, I'm going to reiterate uh, that that aspect is missing and it, it is this time we're making all this progress to start disseminating uh, information for people in San Francisco. A lot of people think that all projects are stopped. And here we are, we are going to the loan committee. We have the Marcel, we have the condominium, and we have all these great things happening uh, in, on, on Treasure Island, Yaba Buena Island. And so I, uh, let's, let's please think about a way to share the information. Thank you. Very Thank much. you. Can I add something? Yes, go ahead, Mike. Uh, thank you. There, there was a great article. At least I thought it was pretty good. On was it last Monday? Of going through all the building that's going on here, and I'm sure that uh, Bob had worked on that. Um, you know, giving them information, and I just I thought it was you know so nice to see something that was positive about building here and and it did actually um can, can you share that information, bunch of the units sure. okay that's all can you share the I'll, I'll forward you a link to it uh i believe it's also in the director's packet but i'll i'll forward you a link uh to the article yeah go ahead i'm, I'm sorry go ahead mike you were interrupted uh, were you finished with your comment that, that's all, I, and I just wanted to point it out, uh, you know, this is for once a really good, you know, what I thought for us at least was a good article. So uh, thanks for the staff for, you know, helping the writer with that information. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Yes, it's always good to see some positive reports because it is a great, great um, project that we have here on Treasure Island, and it should be promoted. Thank you. Um, anybody else? Okay, hearing none, um, uh, is there public comment on this item? There is no public comment. Okay, no public comment. Next item, please. Item number nine, discussion of future agenda items by directors. Okay, um, directors, are there um, any future agenda items that you'd like to bring up? No. Okay. Uh, Linda? No, no, Commissioner. When is the um, ITC so we can get an update on the transportation? And uh, maybe how is the ferry doing? <laughs> that kind of stuff. So I'll just leave it to your discretion. Yeah. And so, and then another future agenda item, which is always on my mind, um, is the organization and the programming and the management and the maintenance of the parks when they um, have um, been uh, created, we really need to be able to maintain and manage them. That is something that we absolutely have to do for, for the public's sake, um, but also from a horticultural standpoint, if we do not maintain them properly from the beginning, um, the capital that we have invested in these parks are not going to be, um, it's going to be wasted. So um, that is something that I have been talking directly with um, Bob Beck about, um, and I hope that we can bring something to the board um, uh, fairly soon. So um, that, that's one item that is a major item for us uh, for the future. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, and then the other thing um, on future agenda items, Bob, somewhat related to that, is um, the acceptance of the parks by the public, by the city, by Kaida. Um, and I know that some of our parks are nearing completion on Yerba Buena Island, and that is something that we um, need to do. And when do you expect that to happen? Yeah, we, we expect um, the, we're, we're reviewing the procedures for acceptance of the improvements, um, and we will be bringing those uh, to the title board. We may also bring a um, license, uh, which allows the parks to be opened um, upon determination of completion um, while we work the leg le acceptance legislation through the Board of Supervisors. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, we will be um, uh, probably bringing some of that those items as early as the December board meeting okay. uh, for, for the dog park. Right. Um, and so if you need the ITC meeting to discuss some of this, um, I, I certainly use that time for the committee uh, to do that if that's necessary. Um, but um, yes, it's something that we need to attend to. So thank you. Um, I, I look forward to seeing that in December or um, as soon as possible. Okay. Um, is there any other comments from the board? Hearing none. Um, what about from the public? There is no public comment. Okay. So next item, please. Item 10, adjourn. Okay. Thank you so much, all of you, for being on this um, meeting. And I hope all of you are well, that you have a great Thanksgiving, and that we will see you soon uh, in December. All right. Thank, Thank you, you all. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, directors.